Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to another episode of Pass Your Torch, where we're building bridges and filling gaps. This is your host, Kevin Sr., a.k.a. Pops, a.k.a. Daddy-O, a.k.a. Unc. And of course, that's just a little shout out to all my mentees, because those are the names that they call me. And um, for today, guys, uh, for this episode, I kind of want to talk about the uh, narrative being created um, uh, by right wing media um, lately in regards to um, uh, it's really um, the broader um, aspect is uh, race, race relations and um, how uh, right wing is is constructing this whole argument um, and the tactics that they're using. And so um, I just want to say that, um, you know, it's it's gone a bit wacky um, here lately. Um, right wing media is really misappropriating um, real life situations, real life struggles, and they're taking terms, they're taking ideals, and they're starting to apply them to uh what they perceive as their struggle, their fight. And um, I'm going to show you guys a couple of examples of what I'm talking about. But um, I just, I I want to make it clear that um, it's kind of purposeful misinformation. It's purposeful misappropriation um, and using the struggle of oppressed people and trying to apply it to um, white privilege. Uh, and so um, what I want to do first is I want to play a clip um, that sets a tone for what it is that I want to talk about. Um, but before I play this clip, I want to make it perfectly clear that this episode is not about uh, COVID-19 vaccinations, is not about those that are getting vaccinated versus those that are not. That is not what this show is about. However, this first clip that I wanna play is an example of what it is, the topic that I really am trying to discuss here. So I'm gonna play this clip and then uh, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. sort of apartheid type vaccination system where you know if you're vaccinated you get certain privileges if you're unvaccinated you're going to be denied certain privileges we're veering dangerously close to exterminationist language that's the next step putting putting the unvaccinated into someplace else camps whatever it may be they imposing a caste system a two-tiered system within our own country of american citizens those who are vaccinated and those who aren't fauci wants mask apartheid in our schools unvaccinated children stigmatized we have an administration that is reintroducing segregation again in this country under the guise of medical safety medical jim crow has come to america if we still had water fountains the unvaccinated would have separate ones okay guys so in this clip um we're hearing in defense of of the non-vaccinated we're hearing these people use terms like apartheid um really apartheid uh how offensive is it that you would compare 
vaccination versus unvaccination to apartheid. Um, apartheid was a whole system of oppression uh, based on race, where people were brutally murdered, people were oppressed, people were 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 uh, all but enslaved. Um, Nelson Mandela was imprisoned behind apartheid for speaking out against apartheid. Um, is anybody being imprisoned for speaking up for vaccinations? Is anybody being um, lynched for not being vaccinated? I don't think so. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's extremely offensive that uh, the right wing would, would, would choose such language um, because they know it's triggering. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, not just apartheid, they're talking about segregation. Um, they're, they're starting to use terms like, like, um, uh, you know, referring to internment camps and concentration camps, um, invoking, um, the, 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 the separate, uh, water fountains, um, black water fountains versus white water fountains. Um, it, it's extremely, extremely infuriating and offensive, the terminology that they are choosing. And let me tell you, the reason that they're using this terminology is because they know the true history. They're counting on the greater population not knowing the true history. What they're doing is they're flipping their own atrocities, their own their own infringement upon human rights, and trying to make it about them um, in a situation that is not comparable. I'm sorry, it's just not comparable. Um, and like I say, this episode is not about vaccinated versus unvaccinated. It's about the terminology being used. It's about the narrative that they're trying to create. Okay. Um, the funny thing about what they're doing is without them knowing that they're doing, or maybe they do know, but I'm going to pray that they don't know. Okay, so I'm going to assume they don't know what they're doing, even though I know they know what they're doing. But they are um, using real life struggle, the struggle of our ancestors, the struggle of people that came before us and trying to apply it to them. This takes appropriation of culture to a whole nother level. You know, um, uh, listening to our hip hop and then, you know, uh, singing it themselves or, or, you know, creating white hip hop artists or, um, them, uh, uh, wearing hip hop clothing, um, them out in the streets, uh, uh, trying to talk as if they're from the quote unquote hood, um, the, the, the thickening of their lips, the, 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 
injections in their in their asses you know that's one thing you know as 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 offensive as as we tend to think that is i must prefer that over you trying to appropriate our struggles for your own gain okay and any person of color any descendant of an enslaved person any descendant of a a a jewish person that was um a, a victim of the holocaust any person of indian descent um that is a victim of the caste system because they've used that as an example as well any descendant of 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 people that suffered Jim Crowism, um, segregation, you ought to be extremely offended at that language because it steps and it tramples on the graves of your ancestors in a way that is unforgivable. And they should be ashamed of themselves. They should be completely ashamed of themselves. It's unacceptable. It should not be allowed to stand. Um, it's no longer funny. It's no longer something that can be looked at and blown off. It's dangerous. Um, and it's also, by the way, a reason that they are fighting so hard to keep real history out of our schools. If our schools taught history the way it really happened if our children were taught the truth about american history then the masses would be absolutely appalled at the language that they're using they're taking advantage of the fact that these things are not properly taught in school it seems less offensive to the general public when they weren't taught what segregation really was it seems less offensive when the the general public is not taught what apartheid really was it seems less offensive when you aren't allowed to see the images of what happened to a a black person when they tried to drink from a water fountain that was labeled for white people only. It's, it's less offensive when you don't know that water hoses were turned on those people. It's less offensive when you don't know people were lynched for drinking from a certain water fountain. It seems less offensive when you don't know that German shepherds were turned on you when you drink from a water fountain that was labeled for whites only it seems less offensive if you don't see the images of people in concentration camps it seems less offensive when you don't see the images of those people that were put in gas chambers you understand what i'm saying um and so they're able to get away with it because it seems less offensive because people don't know the real impact that those things had. Shame on Fox News. Shame on 
what is it, Max Media, Maxim, whatever it's called. Shame on uh, uh, all these right-wing outlets that are purposely doing this. I don't know what else to say about that um, without just going on a completely irate rampage and every other word being a curse word um, and offending people of of my own race um, for not knowing because that's not what I want to do. I want to bring to light that this is something that can't be that can't be tolerated anymore. We need to know real history. We need to know just how offensive what these people are saying is. It's it's just not funny anymore. It's not acceptable anymore. Um, it's going to cause so much more division. It's going to cause violence is what it's going to cause. If you don't know that what these people are saying is offensive to us, dear white people, you're going to think it's offensive to you and you're going to fight and you're going to be fighting for the wrong reasons. You're going to be defending something that is indefensible, which is what you're starting to do. And to continuously invoke the name of Martin Luther King Jr. because that's something else they do. They invoke the name of Martin Luther King Jr. um, based on one speech that he gave um, that before they were trying to use this, you know, they were totally against this whole I have a dream speech and and being judged on the content of, of your character and not the color of your skin. Those things were offensive to them. But now they're starting to use those terms because it, we're far enough removed from it and it hasn't been properly taught in school that it seems less offensive. Now, mind you, the age of these people that are using these terms, they know. Because either they were there or their parents were there. My babe, my children weren't there and their parents weren't there. So it seems less offensive to them. My parents were there. I was born during the civil rights movement. I know. I have that experience. And although I teach my children, they're not, it's not being reinforced in the schools. My children know what's wrong, but do my children's friends know what's wrong? Do my children's classmates know what's wrong? Do my children's friends and classmates know really how offensive this is? I don't think so. But that's not the fault of those children. That's the fault of the adults who do not want this stuff taught. They don't want the truth to be told. And to continue to say that 
people of color demanding to be treated as human beings is divisive. When you put it that way, it seems pretty ridiculous, doesn't it? It's pretty infuriating, isn't it? I want you to take a minute to think about that, to pay attention to the narrative that is out there. And then I want you to decide, is it time for you to speak up? Is it time for you to refuse to accept this any longer? Is it time for you to demand truth and reconciliation? Think about that for a second. I'm going to give you a, a minute to think about that. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to discuss more on this topic from a different angle. Stay tuned. All right, everybody. So we're back um, talking about the narrative that's being created by right-wing media, the right-wing in general, white supremacists in general, um, and how they've kind of started uh, uh, taking over um, or misappropriating um, the struggle of, of Black people to um, to kind of make their points for, make their case for, for their continued white supremacy. And um, uh, Dr. Wilson happened to be walking by when I was getting ready to start this session. So I pulled her in, made her come join in with us. So she's, she, she's gonna, she's gonna join in with us on, um, on this, on this segment, y'all. Um, but um, another example that I wanted to use, probably the final example for this episode though, um, is that talking about, you know, the, the NFL has um, started um, playing the quote unquote black national anthem. Um, before the games and before the, the uh, national anthem is played. Uh, first of all, I just want to point out that the Black National Anthem is not the name of the song. Um, the name of the song is Lift Every Voice and Sing. And uh, it uh, was, was dubbed the, national, uh, the Black National Anthem by the NAAC, I believe, in 1903, I believe, is when they um, dubbed it the Black National Anthem. Um, but... Um, People like Bill Maher and really just just right wing in general are highly upset about the Black National Anthem being played uh, before these games. Um, and they claim that it is uh, segregationist. There they go again, right? Segregationist. Um, you and I both know that the real reason that they're upset about it is because the nickname is the Black National Anthem. That's what they really have a problem with is um, it's dubbed the Black National Anthem. And so anyway, um, they're uh, dubbing, you know, they're, they're saying that it is it's segregationist. Um, it's it's going to tear the nation further apart, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, but I want to read some words to you real quick. All right. Um, and the first set of words I want to I want to um, recite to you. 
uh, just listen to these words, all right? Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Let us march on till victory is won. All right, let's let those words sink in for a second. And now listen to these words. And where it where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battles of confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more. Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. Here's the important part. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. Which set of words sounds like it's more about segregation and hate? And which set of words sound to you like it's about inclusion, hope, and liberty for all? Mm-hmm. That second set of words I read to you came from the Star Spangled Banner, mm-hmm. our national anthem. And they are talking about slaughtering people who have the audacity to try to escape slavery. And isn't that a stanza that was omitted? It's wasn't omitted. It's still in that there was another stanza that was actually omitted. But omitted from the song that we sing now yeah yeah it's 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 because you know there's there's three stanzas you know we're only allowed to sing one stanza um and i would also like to point out that that song was not allowed to be adopted as the star spangled banner until after the author um passed after he died um but it wasn't because he talked about killing slaves it was because if it was too offensive to the british Yes, because those folks that they start out that stanza with, they're talking pejoratively about the um, the so-called imperialist mm-hmm. colonizers because the colonists had won their independence from said colonizers. And mm-hmm. those colonists were white and now, as we know them, white Americans. Exactly, exactly. So, you know... Um, and even in, in, in arguing why or why not uh, the, the quote-unquote Black National Anthem should, should be sung um, before NFL football games, it's still about, you know, they, they're, they're still using terms that apply, that have nothing to do with the subject matter. Um, and we had an interesting conversation a few minutes ago off mic. It's something that I hadn't um, really considered 
I mean, I, I think I knew it, but I hadn't like considered it to verbalize it the way that you did. Um, I, you know, I, I thought it was just, you know, strictly about um, not wanting, you know, white history or real history, American history, the truth of American history to be told, to be taught in the schools. You know, um, I was, I was thinking more of, you know, if we, if the schools don't teach the truth about segregation, the ugly images, the ugly truth of segregation and slavery and Jim Crowism, it makes it easier for white supremacists to use these terms because it seems less offensive when you don't know what they really mean. Um, so I was focused on it being about their base. But you made a really interesting point to me um, off mic that it's also about them reaching black people. Yeah. I had also considered your first, your initial uh, perspective mm -hmm. um, that, you know, it's, it's a simple divide and conquer technique. Keep people, keep the citizenry uneducated, used to be illiterate so that they'll have no idea that they're first of all being oppressed and second of all, how to go about liberation. Mm -hmm. But glaringly to me, using um, terminology of oppression and liberation, apartheid South Africa, mm -hmm. um, Jim Crow laws, which are quintessentially American. That is, that is right. an invention of the US. Right. Post um, reconstruction. Using those kinds of terms and, and, and slavery, separatism, uh, separatism and segregation, using those kinds of terms appeals to black people. Mm -hmm. We, even if we've never read about them, we're intimately acquainted with them from oral history. Right. From our families. Right. And, and some of us went to school in a time where they were uh, teaching real history. So some of us went to school in a certain area, area certain where geographic they locations right. and certain times in geographic locations where right. they were teaching us. So we as uh, Africans in America, as black folks, we're well acquainted with those as horrific atrocities against humanity. Mm -hmm. So my first knee jerk reaction is you, the, the, the white supremacists are appealing to Africans in America black folks, descendants of enslaved Africans as a rhetorical strategy mm -hmm. from uh, as a way to appeal from ethos, pathos, logos, mm -hmm. you know, ethos is, um, a, a uh, an appeal from credibility. Mm -hmm. Pathos is an emotional appeal. Logos is a logical appeal. So they're appealing to us rhetorically from all of those lenses. If we're stupid enough, right. just stupid enough right. to buy into all of this and to internalize it. And sadly, as we've been talking about for the last several months, so many are stupid enough. Right. Right. And that's that's, you know, kind of that's kind of why I, I interjected um, the geographical um, uh, location in conjunction with the time period, you know, um, because 
where I was located, the same time period that you were being educated in your school systems about the, the truth of history, where I was located, um, Daughters of, of the Confederacy, they were doing their thing. You know, we were heavily affected in the South. We were not taught um, the way that you were taught in California. You know, that stuff was on me. All, all we were taught about was Martin Luther King, I had a dream. I have a dream, you know. Um, and it was that watered and, down, yes, you know, was, right. whitewashed perspective right. of Dr. King and his work. Right. We weren't taught about, you know, when he started talking about economics and when he started talking about um, um, uh, unjust wars and that sort of thing. You know, now, luckily, my parents were are blackity black, black, black. And so I was being taught that stuff outside of school, but how many of us had that luxury back then, you know? Um, so anyway, I just wanted to interject that um, about the education aspect of it. So, but yeah, you're, you're right. You're right about that, you know? And, um, you know, the, they want to argue, you know, there should just be one national anthem. Okay. And they kind of breeze by this. Well, maybe ours isn't the right one, but there should just be one. You know, they breeze by that. Maybe the one we have isn't the right one because they know that the one we have is jacked up. It's offensive. And they also know that they have bastardized the one that we have mm -hmm. from the day that it was uh, 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 relevant to them from the moment of the Revolutionary War. They were always already a slave holding state even right. before they became a nation state. Right. So right. slave holding runs antithetical to liberation. Right. Because you are the captor. Right. You're the enslaver. Right. But, you know, that was justified because we weren't humans. Right. And we were, you know, if, if we are humans, we're a slave caste. Right. We were designed for chattel slavery. Right. Right. You know, so this, there should be one national anthem. Um, you know, to that, I say, you know, maybe there should be just one. And I'm not going to breeze by the one that we have is not the one that we should have. All right. Um, now, the answer, I don't know. Do we replace it with um, um, the quote unquote black national anthem? Um, okay, let's let's call it by its title. Lift every voice and sing. You know, is that what we should replace it with? I, I you know, it's a better option, but okay. You know, come up with with a different one. You know, um, even if it's not one of those two, let's come up with a different one that really encompasses um, the ideal of what America should be. And and, but my first rebuttal to there should just be one national anthem because they don't want to write a new one. They want the one that we have. So my rebuttal to that is, yeah, there should just be one national anthem, but there should also be one set of, of, uh, of statistics on a survival rate of routine traffic stops. There should also be only one standard of quality of education for children, no matter what color you are, but there's not. There should also be one standard for home ownership loans, but there's not. 
There should also be only one standard for sentencing after convictions, but there's not. There should only be one standard of quality health care, but there's not. So we have a lot of work to do. And if we're going to have only one national anthem, the one we have doesn't represent what America's supposed to be. So it shouldn't be that one either. You agree with that or I absolutely am I agree. Base? And national anthems, let's let's back up about how they even are constructed in the first place. National anthems are born out of struggle and revolution. Mm-hmm. That's how that one was born. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um dirtied, sullied, and misguided, because the very people that were trying to liberate themselves from their oppressors just turned around and became the oppressor immediately before they even liberated themselves from their folk. Right. The so-called Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing, was popularized during the civil rights struggle. Mm -hmm. That was our revolution. Um, And so these things are born out of revolutions. This country is not going to, and it should now, this country is not going to create a new um, national anthem until there's a, new, a revolution, another right. revolution. Right. I would venture to say that we're in the the, the throes of such a thing. Um, there are all kinds of ways that revolutions can occur. Right. This one right now is not as bloody as most right. revolutions are. Is not a, a, there was a coup attempted, but that was a different kind of revolution. That right. we're about to see. I'm right. talking about a liberated free people, democracy, diversity, equity, and inclusion revolution. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to have. That's what I am advocating for in everything I do and and write and study. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm advocating for. So, you know, again, songs are just gestures right now. Right. You know, put up or shut up. I don't don't care. (laughs) I don't care about your song. Right. What you're doing. Right. I care about your actions. Right. And And those things that you just mentioned about how those are unequal, that's just a drop in the bucket. Absolutely. Absolutely. For all the inequities that exist in American society for black, indigenous, and people of color. Absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 to your point about, you know, like you were saying, I don't care about your song. You know, one of the reasons that right wing is so upset about the black national anthem being played is because they think it's so important to us they think that we are in our homes like yes we have arrived (laughs) finally something for us they don't even realize most of us realize that that's just performative performative it it does not mean that we've arrived we know that you know at best for us it's a ha-ha you gotta listen to that. At best. At best. Most black you know, people don't know anything past that first verse of that song. You know. Um, and, and I don't think that's a travesty. Right. So what what it speaks to, what you just said about what the, the white supremacists think is how little mm-hmm. they are even acquainted with mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. on just a daily basis. Right. They're just right. guessing right. about what we want. Right. Right. And I don't know who it was that told the FNL, FNL, the <laughs> NFL, that's how important their asses are to me, the NFL to play the song. I, I don't know. 
Um, right. But again, more gestures, it's just, folk. Yeah, it's yeah. the same stuff that they did last year in 2020, mm -hmm. making all of these promises that they have already doubled down and reneged on. Right. Changing names, getting rid of Aunt Jemima. Right. And and I don't know what they're calling her now. Um, I think they're not even using a woman. In, in right. Whatever they didn't change the sir. Yeah. <laughs> right right can you right. stop killing black people right can right. you give us equal access to opportunities right can you pay us what we're worth yes and can you put us in boardrooms like we should be right right and yeah you know what i'm saying put us in boardrooms and in those boardrooms have our voices heard yes you know all um, of the things right right you know um these 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 symbols don't mean anything you know that's not what we want you know we want real substance change um did i just mess that word up substantive sub, sub, it's, it's, a, it's a thing with two, oh. with with teeth tongue <laughs> i'm a i'm a literary studies person <laughs> but you know what i mean no but, no it was, it was decently <laughs> pronounced <laughs> but you know in in their 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 little rules where they claim they want us to unify they don't want us to unify they want us to assimilate is what they want you know they want us as long as we agree with them to them that's unity without them having to make any changes you know the same things going on in congress you know with republicans versus democrat you know everything that democrats want to do or are proposing republicans say is divisive you know um, we need to come together and you need to hear what we have to say and you need to do it the way we want to do it otherwise it's, it's, divisive. It's, it's divisive if the only way that you want it, that, that you will go along with it is if you get what you want that's not unity and what you want is always oppressing it's always, brown and black yes. people hallelujah always yes, yes. and if you're yes. listening to this and you don't really understand that look us up right right come see by me <laughs> catch me outside <laughs> oh but you know it's so um the narrative we need to keep control of the narrative um and we're we're not doing that mm -mm. we're missing the point we're arguing the wrong things um and it's not by mistake, you know, they, that's part of what they're good at. Yeah. That's, that's what they have mastered is controlling what we talk about. And can I interject here mm -hmm. again, thinking mm -hmm. about controlling the narrative, sadly, the people speaking for black people right now mm -hmm. that are controlling the narrative that have all the visibility mm -hmm. are the idiot black people mm -hmm. on uh, social media accounts mm -hmm. who have are self-proclaimed spokespeople and who are celebrities mm -hmm. of some, in some way mm -hmm. and it's never the celebrities with good sense right that are speaking truth to power that are representing black people right it's always and i'm not even going to mention them here because right. i don't want them to get any more press right than they get on a daily basis right it's always the ones who barely graduated from high school mm -hmm. who can barely put together a sound sentence right who have never opened a book a day in their lives. Right. Who are now representing me. Right. Excuse me. Right. And right. the white supremacists and the QAnons and all those folks, they love that. 
Yes, absolutely, they love it. That's why, and those are the and they defend them. Those are the ones that those white supremacists support. Mm-hmm. You know, they come out in defense of them. when those of us who get it call those celebrities out. Who's always the ones that are defending those celebrities? It's always the same. Your, your Fox News is mm-hmm. and your News Maxes. Yep. You know, those they're the, that should be clue enough for us. That like, those people don't speak right. for us. If the devil wants you to to to, to interview you, if the That's devil right. wants you on their team, you must be the devil too. That's right. Or at least or the devil's genius. gatekeeper. Right. You're the devil's gatekeeper. You're being used right. by the devil. Right. And I will and call I a couple of names. Those out. kind of like uh, biblical terms, but these folks, the Fox News people, and mm-hmm. and their ilk. They're evil. Yes. They are evil incarnate. Yes. If you if you believe in good and evil. Right. They're not, I mean, it's it's a binary construction. They're not good. Right. There's nothing good about them. There's nothing redeeming. That's right. That's right. That's right. And you know, to I, I mean, just pull Fox News. Just let's go ahead and call it what it is. You know, the they're evil, you know, like you say, if you want to use that term, you know, they're evil, you know, who else has, they have more strict guidelines on COVID for their building, their company, than what Biden is proposing for the nation. But every single show they have, they're saying how oppressive Biden's restrictions are. They've gone above and beyond what wow. he's suggesting for their own protection. And these people are eating it up, you know, but, um, you know, they're, it's just so, it's just so frustrating and infuriating that I, I, I get tongue tied about it and I, I lose words. Um, so I, I start stumbling. Um, but you know, it's, and and the people that they put forth, you know, and when I say they right now, I'm talking, you know, Republican Party, um, white white supremacists, Republican Party. To me, they're one and the same. Period. Um, but period. you know, period. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and they they put forth these people. And let me explain something to you. And I, I am I am going to call a couple of names: you, the the Candace Owens, the Larry Elders. Your Vernon Jones, um, your uh, 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 what's boy's name that's um, getting ready to try to run against Warnock, um, Herschel Walker, you know, these people that they put forth, you know, they, they put they actually put these people forth because they think it's going to help them reach the black community. Number one. Clue number one that you have no idea what the black community is about is that you put those type of people for to gain traction for you and to get votes for you you have no freaking clue you know and it's unfortunate that they put these people forth because these people they they believe the hype of white supremacy of white superiority is what they believe right um they've been convinced of the lie of white supremacy and quite frankly, they are afraid to upset the people that they think are superior to them. And so they support them 
against their own best wishes or their own best interests. So they, by default, become the gatekeepers of white supremacy because they are afraid. And yes, I'm going to say it. They are afraid to upset the white supremacists. And they're all they are is white supremacists and black face. Yes. You yes. know, sadly, one of the byproducts of Brown versus Board of Education is black people just wanting to be uh, white people in black face. Right. So they really want to be those white supremacists. Right. They fashion themselves into them. Right. You know, uh, Candace Owens whole platform is see, I'm different than mm -hmm. the other blacks. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. all of them, I bet, have the same perspectives. That blackness is the scourge. Right. They just happen to be born with brown skin. And so they can be good whites just like you. Right. White people. Right. And that's right. what they're about. Right. Right. Which, you know, proof, you know, Larry, Larry Elder actually on air, on camera, in an interview, talking about if anybody deserves reparations for slavery, it is the descendants of the slave owners because they lost economically. Wow. Yes. Wow. And that capital was human capital. Right. And guess who are the humans? Right. Us. Right. Africans in America, descendants of the enslaved. Right. What he, you know, that that's a crime. That's a crime against humanity. Mm -hmm. Us, our humanity. Mm -hmm. Shame. Yep. And all oh, you God. black folks sitting out there, I hope somebody is listening to this that's on the fence. You know, we're not just preaching to the choir. All, all right. you black people out there that are seeing yourselves starting to side with the right, the religious right, mm -hmm. the political right, mm -hmm. the Republicans, the white supremacists, the QAnons. Mm -hmm. You need to reflect mm -hmm. on what you're being spoon fed and what you're digesting and aligning your worldview to. Absolutely. Because all of the doomsday stuff that a lot of folks believe in, the apocalyptic stuff that a lot of folks believe in, you're ushering it in your own, you know, undoing. Absolutely. You're not going to, um, nothing good is going to come from you aligning yourselves with those people. Right. When they're done with you, they're going to spit you out. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. And so I couldn't say it any better myself. I couldn't think of any better last words to say um, than what you just said, uh, Dr. Wilson. So with that, um, we're going to go ahead and close the show out. Um, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you letting me drag you in on this and I'm putting your two cents in uh, two cents worth in. It's always valuable. So uh, thank you for that and um my pleasure uh and for all you out there in listening land i appreciate you tuning in i hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next time one